Welcome to the Kingsley Grant Show, the podcast dedicated to helping you become the leader everyone loves and wants to follow. Kingsley believes his leadership paradigm, emotelligence, the art of succeeding where others failed, is the key to achieving this status. On this show, Kingsley guides you through the uncharted waters of emotional intelligence and leadership essentials, with the guarantee that upon exit, you will become more skilled in relationship management, decision-making, and job performance. Now here's your host, your coach, and your Sherpa, Kingsley Grant. Here we go, here we go, here we go. This is your boy, Kingsley Grant, behind the Jamaican microphone, bringing you yet another show. Today, I am coming to you from the command center of the Immortelligent Leadership Institute, where I am in an undisclosed location because I'm written into the vault of where I have stacks and stacks of the resources that I have, especially for you. They are selected. So today, I'm going to reach as right now into the vault. Okay, there we go. We've got it. Yes, all righty. And today we are going to unpack for you one of those phrases or statements that we've seen so often. But when we hear it or see it, it's normally in a negative, with a negative connotation. You say, Kingsley, what's that? Okay, let me tell you what we're going to unpack today. And that is that notion where you've heard the grass is greener on the other side. And my contention in this episode is that it helps leaders succeed. Now, what have you heard surrounding this phrase? I bet you have heard that water your grass on your side and leave the other grass on the other side. So, If you water and nurture your grass, it would look as well as a grass on the other side. What else have you heard, okay, in the context of relationships where it's like a person is looking on the other side at someone else, else's husband or wife or better half, right? Let's put it that way. That person's significant other. Let's put that name, that word there. And they're told, water your grass, nurture your grass and stop looking at someone else's, right? Isn't that what we hear often? And and we all kind of jump on the bandwagon, uh, including yours truly, that I never stopped to think about it. And I understand where it's coming from, and I understand the idea behind it. I understand why people would make a big deal of that and and surround the idea of take care of your own grass. But I wanted to, (laughs) to come at an angle today and really have us think a little bit more about that. Do we just accept it as such and, okay, that's what we've heard and never 
challenge or think for ourselves. One of those things that I have, when I first started this show, if you go back and listen to my earlier shows, my podcast, and the episodes in this show, I, I, I mentioned that you're going to hear me at times disrupt certain things, challenge the status quo, especially in the area of leadership and emotional intelligence. That's why the show simply says, The King's a Grand Show, where leadership and emotional intelligence intersects. And when they happen, there is almost like a, a combustion, right? Where two chemicals come in together and boom, right? So an explosion occurs. And the explosion is for a good reason. It's simply saying, let's kind of blow up in a very good way. So don't hear me saying it blown up things, right? Or places. No, that's not what it is I'm trying to say. But blowing up is simply saying, why should we always do things the way we've always done it, even though it has worked, even though it has been possibly successful and have worked for and served the purpose and never looked at, hmm, maybe there is an alternative way of thinking. For example, when I mentioned the word Uber, you may hear transportation. But the word that comes to my mind is disruption. Uber disrupted the transportation industry in a way that they never saw coming. So many were fighting Uber. They never wanted Uber because the taxi industry, the limousine industry, you name it, right? And here's what happened. Uber disrupted the industry in a way where they don't have a fleet of vehicles, right? So people are using their own vehicles. So they had to communicate and convince and persuade people to want to use their own vehicles to do Uber or Lyft. Wow. I hope you listened to my last two episodes, episodes number 75 and I mean, actually last three 74, 75, and 76, where I talked about leaders who master certain skills that they can receive celebrity status or celebrity treatment, I mentioned. And and what I was talking about there is not that the person is intentionally wanting to receive celebrity treatment. And you, you'll hear that in that in those episodes. But it's that you're simply saying, I can get more from my people because the celebrity status treatment is what's been bestowed on you from your people who think you are deserving of it. You've proven yourself. So what it is that you're simply saying, I want to disrupt the traditional way of doing leadership. And I truly want to serve my people well and I know that when they sing my praise, when they treat me with celebrity treatment and all of that, it's only an indication and a reflection that I have done something that disrupted 
their belief system about leaders. I'm introducing new way of doing leadership, which leads me to mention my new book, "The Immortalgent Leader: Succeed Where Others Failed and Become the Leader Everyone Loves and Wants to Follow." And and in this book, I basically talk about the idea that this book is what the 21st century leaders need. I, I outline seven essential traits in that book that simply say when leaders are able to implement, use, and embrace these seven essential traits, they are setting themselves up to be the leaders that everyone will love and wants to follow. Now, some people might do a pushback, and because I talk about emotional emotional intelligence as one arm of that, and then the leadership skills as the other arm. They both go hand in hand. And what it is I'm simply doing is saying, we've had emotional intelligence within the last several years. We've always had leadership and different formats or forms of that. What if we brought them together as one? And make that what leadership should look like. And that's what the attempt of my book is all about. And I hope you do get a copy of this book. And I will mention at the end of this episode how you can get a free copy. How about that? Is that a good deal or not? I think it is. So my whole point then about the status quo of things, things we've heard, things we've always done, and because we have the glass is not broken, we've heard, then why fix it? But sometimes doing the things the same way over and over again is not going to get us any other results than we've always got, right? So if we want different results, we have to then introduce new variables, new concepts, new ideas. We have to disrupt. We have to not just accept things as such, and status quo, we've got to question things. We've got to start thinking, okay, why did this statement, the grass is greener on the other side, why is it almost always have a negative connotation as if it's a bad thing to notice, to notice the grass being greener on the other side, right? And again, it's like your neighbor's grass, keep your eyes on yours. But I want to share with you in this episode why it's a good thing to notice the grass being greener on the other side and how when you as a leader can see through the lens which I'm going to give you today that it will make you more successful than other leaders who are not even wanting to think about this idea of seeing the grass is greener on the other side as a positive thing. So that's why... I reach in the vault where I have these treasuries, I have these resources, I have these cutting edge content put away, locked away just for you because I want you to be the leader everyone loves and wants to follow and I want you to be the leader that succeeds where others failed. That is the contract, that is the agreement that I'm making with you. And I hope you stick around, not just for it for today, but 
listening to this podcast and inviting others people to listen as well so that we can build a movement that's called Immortelligence, the art of succeeding where others failed, right? But before we get into that, you know, we have been doing this Did You Know segments on Jamaica. It's said, Kingsley, why Jamaica? Well, as you know by now, if you've been listening to my podcast for some time, that I'm from Jamaica. That's why I open up by saying I'm sitting behind what? The Jamaican microphone. Yes, that's what I say that. And I, I, and you also hear that in my accent, I'm sure. And so I thought that why not put a plug in for my country, especially as you, if you've never been there, so you can also benefit from that. So it's a win-win, a win for the country, but also a win for you knowing some places you might want to go when you go on vacation. So we're going to do the Did You Know segment and then dive into why I believe leaders who leaders leaders will succeed when they truly begin to notice the grass being greener on the other side. We'll talk more about that right after we do this Did You Know segment. Did you know that Mystic Mountains in Ocherias is a rainforest adventure? And by the way, I... A couple, actually a year ago, it was in 2018, was my first time visiting there as a tourist. <laughs> and and basically, you can enjoy panoramic views of the town and see on, on the sea on a sky explorer, a chairlift that ascends up the mountain. Oh, it just goes up and up and up. And you're overlooking the beautiful scenery of the sea and the mountainside. And once you get there, you can zoom down the mountain on a bobsled. Yes, a Jamaican bobsled is a single-person roller coaster riding through the forest or gliding through the route. The, um, in addition to that, you can also do the zip line in that they have as well. But the roller coaster, which I like about that, if you have a partner, you can be in single car, but you're attached together. So you could be the driver like I did. I was a driver and my wife was behind me. And boy, we had a blast. It was a fun time. We did not do the zip, line, zip lines because we've done that before at several times. And so we just did not do it this time. But also you will find there is a nature walk where you can see the butterflies of all variety and hummingbird gardens, right? And there's also an infinity pool and water slide. So I would encourage you to book a, a, um, the tour once you get to your hotel in advance. Because it's important for you to be able to get there and get in your ticket, your ticket and get on the rides and all those different things. So in Ocherias, it's what's called the Mystic Mountains. And did you know that Jamaica in Ocherias had this rainforest had this sky ride had the bobsled cars. Did you know that? Well, now you know, and now you must go. We now return to regular broadcasting of the Kings of Grant show. Okay, we are going to dive into and unpack this 
today's resource we have pulled out of the vault. And then at the end, we're going to put it back into the vault. So we talked about the idea the grass is greener on the other side. And why is it that I say it helped leaders succeed? Well, let me give you a quick example of this. That in my neighborhood where I live, and I'm not, you know, don't get me wrong, it's just what my neighbors have said, so I'm actually repeating what they have said. A couple of my neighbors have said, Kingsley, you have one of the best-looking yards or gardens or landscaping in our community, in on our street. And my grass is pretty much, you know, I take care of, I take care of it myself. I just like the feel of getting out there and mowing the grass and looking back and seeing how beautiful it looked, well manicured as far as the edging and the, the things are, you know, the grass is cut to a certain height and just all of that. I love that. And because my love language is words of affirmation, it's a Kingsley love language. What's that? Well, that's, a, that's for another show. But my love language is words of affirmation. Now, there are five love language. Let me quickly say what they are just in case you are curious. It's words of affirmation, gifts, acts of service, physical touch, and quality time. These are five things that most of us have one that is above the others. So we have all five, but we typically have one that truly is the way we hear love and we accept love. So mine is words of affirmation. When I do the yard and it looks good, right? What really matters is when my wife will come home and or she may step out there and she say, honey, your, the yard looks really good. The yard looks good. So what she's simply saying, you did a good job. She may at times use those words. So when my neighbors see the grass, quote, the grass being greener on the other side of our grass, what I find it does, it allows, I mean, actually there's two, three, yeah, three homes, I think it is, that I can think of right off the bat of my, on the top of my head that I know that they try to keep up. Now, again, they do a good job. And I'm not comparing here. It's simply that they feel motivated. When I'm out there doing my yard, one of my neighbor will come out and do his yard. So my grass being greener on the other side, first it does, it motivates. So leaders who notice the grass being greener is simply saying, what is it I'm seeing other leaders do and accomplish? What is it I'm hearing other leaders' teams are saying about them? I'm not envious of that. What it does, it motivates me to want to become, to, to do th- two things. One, to be curious, right? And curiosity is a very, very important trait of leaders. I, actually, in my book, I devote a part of a chapter and speak about curiosity and how a curious leader becomes a better leader. And I want to take time to go through that right now, but there is a power behind it. So when my neighbors become curious, or if I see a a lawn a, that is well done and I become curious, it's greener on the other side. Guess what it does? It motivates me to want to do something likewise. Second thing it does, it causes me to want to know. So not just motivates, but curiosity says, how? 
How did they get their yard to look so good? How did they get the result they got? As a leader, you're simply saying, oh, when I notice the grass is greener on the other side, I want to know how they got that result. So my curiosity leads me to ask the right question. Ask the right question. So I'm not envious. I'm simply curious. That's the differentiator, my friend. That is what, as leaders, if you're going to succeed, you've got to be curious. And so this idea of watering your own grass and nurturing your own grass, but if you don't have what it takes, if you don't know what you don't know, how are you going to get the results like you're seeing your neighbors get? Right? You don't go and say, give me your yard. No, you're simply saying, what can I do? And that is what successful leaders do. They're motivated. And, you know, I just did, I mentioned the last three episodes of my podcast. I shared about the skills, the emotional intelligence skills that if leaders master, that it can result in their celebrity treatment. And I talk about the fact that one of those skills, right, there's 19 in all. I brought them up. I brought them in three different parts. Part one has seven. Part two of the show has five. And part three of the episode have seven. So there's three separate episodes I did to make that not a not too long show. But what the emotional intelligence skills, uh, I mentioned about adaptability, and I mentioned also about the fact that you as a leader ought to become curious and self-motivated, so taking initiative, right? So that means that if I need to know something, I'm going to ask a question, I'm taking the initiative to do that, and then following up by doing what they have done, what they suggest, what they recommend, right? Who they recommend, that kind of stuff. That is what, when the grass is greener on the other side, don't just simply, when you hear that phrase, don't just resist or, or just, you know, move on. No, see it as a good thing. It is what's going to help you to know what you ought to do to become better at what you do. So when I say the grass is greener on the other side helps leaders succeed, you can now see why I say that. Now, imagine if, going back to what we said earlier, if those negative connotations that are built around this phrase, what if it could be seen as, okay, I'm not going to take someone's husband or wife or significant other. I just want to know, what can I do? And if they are having successful results, isn't it, doesn't it make sense to ask a successful person how they get the result they're getting it only makes sense to me because success leaves clues. And if you're going to be successful yourself, look for the clues. Ask about the clues. That way, you too will grow. And one day your grass will be as green, and I put grass in air quotes here, will be as green or greener. And guess what? The cycle continues. The cycle continues. So 
I hope today that you are going to take a different look when you hear the phrase or and not just turn away and and agree and jump on the bandwagon with everyone else, but ask a question, where okay, what do you mean by that? And what can we learn from that? How can we go about getting similar results? What might we do differently? And all those questions. That's what I do, especially in my coaching. When I'm coaching a client, these are some of the questions I ask to stir our thinking, just to unpack, just to kind of shake up our belief system or our thinking patterns and put new patterns in place. And so I love doing this with clients, but I also like to do this in workshops. As you see, I'm one of those provocateurs, so to speak, in that I provocate certain things and, you know, push back. And I'm not in the sense of an extreme sense, okay? I'm not the extreme provocateur, right? I'm not an extreme, what's that? Provocateur. Okay, I got it right. And it's simply a person who, you know, is, is provokes. He or she provokes the, 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 the standard the standard, you know, the status quo. They disrupt. They, they, they go against the grain. They ask a why not question. They challenge certain things, right? And and some people are to the extreme that I, I'm not. But when I do workshops, and I hope one day I can do a workshop for you, and um, I hope that I was going to be able to. Uh, and if you want me to invite me in to do that and hear some of my thoughts on this and hear about my book and actually get the teachings from my book, hey, let's plan for that. Let us, you know, get me in, invite me in, reach out to me, connect with me, and then we can go from there. If you need about need my coaching also, connect with me, and we can see if we're the right fit for each other, and then I can also go from there. So I hope today, which I believe it was helpful, now let me reach back and then put now this, since we're finished, put this, episode, this resource back into the vault. Here we go. There we go. Okay, now I can breathe. It's safe. I don't have to worry about it. It's tucked away. Now I can say my, get out of my undisclosed location and say my goodbyes. So my friend, remember you're one skill away, one skill away. And with that said, my friend, hey, don't forget, Oh, I mentioned about getting the book, right? I did. So if you go to kingsleygrant.com slash free leadership book, kingsleygrant.com slash free leadership book, you can get your own copy only for my podcast listeners, which you are, okay? So go ahead and get a free copy of that. Only pay for shipping and handling. And And right now it's only for the United States. And so I would encourage you to do that. Okay. My friend, thank you so very much for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate that. With that said, peace out. God bless. And I'll see you on the flip side. Yeah.